Welcome back to episode two of Money Equals M Squared, presented by Lagus Lucas and Torello Wealth Management. My name is Mike Torello, and I'm here with my co-host, Mike Lucas. Today's episode is titled Maximizing IRA Contributions, where we're going to answer the questions that our clients ask us the most about. Nothing we talk about today is specific recommendations or financial advice, just some general knowledge to get you thinking about how you can maximize your IRA. Awesome. Today, we're going to go over IRAs and how they can benefit us in our retirement plans, specifically for 2023. Anything that we go over today is not advice for your specific situation. You should always consult your tax advisors before making any type of decisions when it comes to contributing to an IRA. Today, we're going to go over all different types of IRAs, but more specifically, the traditional IRA and the Roth IRA. We're going to discuss general limits, and we're going to go through the different ways the two are taxed. Started with going over the maximum contributions for both traditional and Roth IRAs. The maximum that you can contribute into your IRAs for 2023 is $6,500 if you're under the age of 50, or $7,500 if you are over the age of 50. Now, this is the limit of the maximum of all your contributions so if you participate in a traditional and a Roth IRA, you can only contribute the maximum in total. Okay, Mike. The thing is you can't go above that limit. So you can open up a Roth IRA. And Correct. So if you open up a Roth IRA and a traditional IRA, you can only contribute your maximum limit in total to the two plans. So for example, if you're eligible to contribute 6,500 to your IRAs, you can put hypothetically $3,000 in a Roth IRA and $3,500 in a traditional IRA. Okay, so walk me through. Okay, so walk me through a situation. Why would someone want to have a Roth IRA and a traditional IRA? So sometimes the different tax benefits of the plans may make sense where we use both plans. That's very specific to each client, and that's where it makes sense to work with us to go through the plan and figure out what makes the most sense. But one thing that's important to look at is where your contribution limits are and how those affect how much you can contribute based on your income. So is the general rule of thumb, the younger you are, the more likelihood you should lean towards an IRA or a I'm sorry, a Roth IRA or the older you are, more traditional IRA? Traditional IRA? Generally speaking, it does not based on age, but based on your tax situation. So if you're looking for a tax break today, we're gonna to lean towards the traditional IRA. If you're looking for a tax break down the road, we're gonna to lean towards the Roth IRA. But again, every single person's specific situation is different. And I think that's really what, taking a look at their income and what they're eligible for really plays into that factor. Mike, now one thing that's interesting with the IRAs is depending on how much money you make, it affects how much you can contribute into your plans. What would you say about that? Yeah, that's correct, Mike. And that's something that it's, it's very detailed and you definitely want to consult an outside advisor, preferably a tax advisor to help you with that. But if you make too much money, there could be a phase out where you might not be able to contribute 100% of let's say that 6,500, which was the max, or if you're over 50, it's the 7,500. So you might be able to do a portion. That's something where you're going to definitely want to bring in some outside help a tax advisor to help us with that decision. Great. And also before you mentioned using both the traditional IRA and the Roth IRA, the Roth IRA has its own set of 
income limits as well, right? So um, again, with that, you're going to want to consult your tax advisor because a lot of ca- times it might make sense to do it. But if you make too much money, you're not going to be eligible to make those contributions. And it's okay if you make contributions throughout the year because at the end of the year, you're calculating, you're doing that work with your tax advisor. If you're not eligible, you can always back out those contributions and there's no penalty to do that. Awesome. Let's take a break and head into this week's Community Spotlight. Welcome to this week's Community Spotlight. Our Community Spotlight is where we are going to feature a local business that's in our community and give them a little bit of spotlight on each episode. This week's business is 122 Elm Street Tavern, located at 122 Elm Street in Cheshire, Connecticut. Their phone number is 203-250-3923. 122 Elm Street Tavern is a family-friendly restaurant located inside the Watch Factory shops in Cheshire. They serve a variety of meals such as gourmet burgers, pasta, and seafood. Again, 122 Elm Street Tavern located inside the Watch Factory shops in Cheshire, Connecticut. Welcome back. Let's get started with breaking down the two main types of IRAs, Roth and traditional. Mike, first let's get started with the benefits of a Roth IRA. So one of the main benefits is there's no tax break today. Tell me exactly what does that mean? Yeah, I mean, when you think about retirement plans, you know, one of the things that you're doing with them is you're getting some type of tax break. Well, with the Roth IRA, there is no tax break now, all right? So you're sacrificing the, that tax to deferred. None. That's the nice part about any really retirement plan is that it grows on a tax deferred basis. And a lot of times that's important because if you're in a non-retirement account and we want to make changes to a plan, you have to sell out of it. And a lot of times a sell can be a taxable event. The nice part of a Roth IRA in any retirement plan, a lot of times you can make changes and adjustments in there and they're not taxed at, at any of your income rates. It's like it's a huge advantage where you don't have to pay the taxes year over year, as well as that should help you a lot with compounding interest. Correct. So with the tax, you know, there's no tax break today. The money's going to grow tax deferred. The next thing when we're focusing in on the Roth IRA is how are those withdrawals taxed when you retire? What's the benefit of having a Roth IRA in retirement? Well, you kind of led us right into that point, Mike, when your withdrawals are the biggest benefit. So you think about it now, you're not getting any tax breaks now. All right. So that's a, that's a drawback of the Roth IRA, but you're allowing that money to continue to grow over the years that you leave that in that plan. And that real benefit, like we just talked about is the distributions. As long as they're qualified distributions, none of them are taxable, the growth or the contributions. And that's the real benefit to this plan. We've always heard time and money. So the sooner you get started with the Roth IRA plan, the more that it'll grow and the more savings you'll have for those contributions. So what you're saying is giving up on that tax break today could potentially give you a lot of tax-free income in the future. And how does that help when you're doing a plan for someone to really benefit the plan? We've always preached diversification in anything that we do. Well, it's really important to have diversification on where you're withdrawing your money from in retirement as well. Like we talked about before, this is a tax-free way to take money from retirement plans. A lot of 401ks, traditional IRAs are all pre-tax money. We'll talk about that in a little bit. But those are taxable when you make a distribution. Okay. So what this allows us to do is diversify our taxable and tax-free incomes in retirement. Um, But it's not only a plan that you can just use for retirement. Uh, Leading into the next part of what we want to talk about, Mike, what are some current benefits maybe before retirement that a Roth has that maybe a 401k or a traditional IRA doesn't? Is after 
the account has been open for five years, you can take your contributions out of the plan without any penalty. Now, that's without any tax penalty. And what we're talking about is not ideal. When we set up a Roth IRA, the plan is designed to be set up for retirement. But you can use that money as long as the account's been open for five years to do things like make a down payment on a house. It's not a loan, you don't have to pay it back, and you're not looking at any tax liability because your contributions were after-tax dollars. So you already paid your income tax when you got paid on that money and contributed into the plan. It's just a benefit of having the account open for yourself. It provides just a little bit more flexibility because we know that life will throw us curveballs every now and then. Every now and then. Perfect. So let's, we just talked about the Roth IRA. Mike, let's start talking about the traditional IRA. So first things first, like we said before, with the Roth IRA, you don't get any type of tax, tax deduction up front, all right? So your tax liability is going to be determined when you take it out. And we know with the Roth IRA, it's deferred and it's free. With the pre-tax or the traditional IRA, that tax deduction is given to you instantly when you do your taxes for that year, okay? So if you put aside $4,500 per year in that year for retirement, that will deduct your income $4,500. So it gives you that instant tax deduction. So what you're saying is it's the exact opposite of a Roth IRA as far as the contributions are concerned. Yep, so you get your tax break now and you pay your taxes when it grows. Okay, so now while it's growing, how does that work compared to the Roth IRA? Exactly the same. So you're, you're still having the money grow on a tax deferred basis, meaning you don't have to worry about capital gains or any type of distributions, uh, qualified dividends along the way once it's inside of that plan. Bit of a tax break today. We don't have to pay taxes along the way. It's gonna grow on a tax deferred basis. And then you said you have to pay some tax when you take the withdrawals. How do the withdrawals work? Yeah, I mean, how, how uh, 401ks and traditional IRAs were set up is, hey, we're gonna give you a tax break now, and when you're retired or not working, you'll be taking your money out then, and you're gonna be in a lower tax bracket. Well, we know a lot's changed with tax brackets. Um, you, you know, who knows if taxes are gonna be up or down in the future. So theoretically, this plan was great, where it helped you give you that tax break now, then when you take the money out, you're gonna be retired, you, thinking you're going to be in a lower income bracket, it's not always the case. So, um, yes, yeah, so you're going to be taxed at the end when the money comes out, Mike. So what you're saying is you're going to be taxed when it comes out. It's going to count as your income when you're in retirement. And then the hope is that at that point you're in a lower tax bracket than you're working. But obviously tax brackets change all the time and we don't know what the future holds. <laughs> Correct. I mean, ultimately, you know, if, if we plan properly and, and, and we envision a, a great retirement, hopefully you're making a little bit more money at that stage of the game. So the last thing is we talked about um, with the Roth IRA, as long as the accounts have been open for five years, we have the ability to take out how much we put in. Does the same type of thing exist inside a traditional IRA? Uh, I mean, in some cases you can, uh, but again, if you're not at 59 and a half, you might be susceptible to that 10% early withdrawal penalty. So and this is like a worst case scenario. If you're in, if you're in a pinch and you know you, you need to kind of dip into a traditional IRA, you can. But unfortunately, you're gonna have to pay a 10% early withdrawal. And then don't forget that money was never taxed when the money was put into it. And then you're susceptible to income taxes. Taxes. So what you're saying is, unlike the Roth IRA, which kind of provides you that flexibility up until retirement, the traditional IRA is really gonna cost you if you have to take the money out. However, you do have some access to the money. 
who have some access to the money. Correct. You have you have access maybe with some penalties and you, you might lose a couple dollars, you know, by doing it um, because of tax penalties. But it is what it is. Um, the, some of the other benefits that you can do to take money out is you could do a 72T distribution. And in that scenario, you could take equal distributions for five years to get to a certain point, And that will avoid that 10% early withdrawal penalty. But you're still going to have to pay the income taxes on it along the way. And that's something they definitely want to bring in a tax advisor to help you plan for a little bit more elaborate scheme along those lines. So it sounds like both of these plans have a ton of things that you can do. But the big thing is to work with us to be able to figure out the strategy and then work with your tax advisor to figure out if it makes sense for you on a tax basis. For to implement a plan where we're taking money prior to retirement, but also into retirement, you know, we, we want to make this money last as long as possible. A Roth IRA is a great asset to provide additional income in retirement, but it's also a tremendous tool to pass along for generational wealth. Okay, great. So let's take a look at the couple different uses that we have for these plans. All right, so let's go over the four main ways that we work with clients when we're working with their traditional and their Roth IRAs. So the first thing that we're going to talk about is contributions and contributing into an account. This is essentially what we've been reviewing in the last segment with um, how to add money and the maximum that you can put into each year. And that's how you're going to save for retirement. The second thing, Mike, why don't you talk a little bit about what a rollover is and how clients can do rollovers and where those, which of the accounts the money's going to go into. Absolutely. So, you know, the, the rollover tool we use a lot um, and we kind of help clients organize where their retirement assets come from. Um, so if you, like anyone else, I think most people change jobs. I think it's six times over the course or six or seven times over the course of their working career. Um, and a lot of times they'll have 401ks or old pensions. So creating an IRA and having a home for some of these old plans is really important for organization um, and to minimize some of, some of the costs that are involved in it. So I, a lot of times I explain to my clients, you know, you're, you're packing up your job, you're going to a new job, a new career. Um, you know, why are you leaving your checkbook behind? So it's important to take control of these assets. A lot of these old retirement plans limit how you can invest some of the money. So by putting it into your own individual retirement account, it allows you to have complete control over it. And that's what we categorize a rollover, Mike. So what you're saying is when someone leaves a job, it's important to talk to us, review their options, and then we can potentially take that money out of their workplace plan and put it into their own individual retirement account to be able to give themselves some flexibility on the investments and things like that. Absolutely. And again, it's something that you want to review. It's not a one size fits all. You definitely want to take a take a look at the plan. You want to compare the current plan where the where the IRA is going to be going, where the money is going to be going into the IRA. So you want to make sure you're comparing and contrasting and understanding the importance of, of one or the other. Okay, so we can do that together and review it with a client together. Now, when we're choosing which type of IRA we roll that money into, are we using the traditional IRA or the Roth IRA or both? How does that work? Yeah. So so depending on that specific situation. We're probably going to want to bring a tax advisor if we're going to convert anything in. And we'll talk about conversions in a little bit. But it could go into a traditional IRA. It also can go into a, a Roth IRA or a Roth rollover IRA. All right. But in those type of situations, we're going to want to bring a, another professional to come and talk about because it goes from a pre-tax account to potentially an after-tax account and then might create a taxable event. So you, you started talking about it. What's a Roth conversion? We know we hear about it a lot. A lot of people ask us about it. What exactly is it? 
Yeah. Uh, so everyone wants to convert it into a Roth IRA until they figure out that they have to pay taxes on it. So any money that goes into that is going to be counted as income for that year. So if someone walked in making $100,000 and they had an old 401k that they wanted to convert into a Roth IRA, and let's say it was $20,000, if they converted the whole amount, that would be $20,000 in additional income that they're going to have to uh, pay taxes on for that year, all right? Which you want to have money put aside to pay those taxes at the end of the year. But in a lot of cases, it might make sense. It's important to talk to your tax advisor and Mike and I to go through it. So what you're saying is if someone has a traditional IRA or a 401k and they want to get that money into a Roth IRA for the tax-free distribution benefits, it is possible, but they're going to have to pay some tax in order to do that conversion. And we just got to make sure that it doesn't mess up the rest of their tax situation. Absolutely. You want to look at it and make sure and you want to bring another probably a tax advisor in on this as well. Okay, great. So then the last thing that clients always ask me about is something called an RMD or a required minimum distribution. How would you explain that really quick to a client? Because we're going to have an entire episode on this down the road. But what is an RMD? <laughs> yeah. So first things first, we talked about it before. Roth IRAs, you're not required to make a required minimum distribution, all right, which is a nice benefit to that Roth plan. All right. But those pre-tax ones, Again, the government's never received any type of tax benefit from that. So they, they want their money out of there, okay? So they want you to pay their certain percentage of taxes. So there's a, there's a formula that they calculate to figure out how much you have to take out every single year so you can pay some taxes on that account. When do those distributions have to begin? Uh, it actually changed a lot throughout the years. It was 70 and a half. Last year, it was 72. This upcoming year in 2023, it's actually going to be 73. So once you turn 73, you have to begin taking that small percentage out of your plan based on the tax tables that you were mentioning. Correct. Yeah. Once you, in the year you turn 73, you have to take it out by the end of that year um, to, to pay those taxes on it. All right. So as we're finishing up today, let's just recap everything that we went over. So the first was we went over the Roth IRA and how it has no tax break today, tax deferred growth as it accumulates, and tax-free withdrawals when you're in retirement. And yeah, traditional IRA, Mike, like we talked about, it's the complete opposite, okay? So you're getting that instant tax break in the year that you're making those contributions. The, the money still continues to grow on a tax deferred basis. And then when you take your distributions, that's when you're taxed on those accounts. Right. So you mentioned the, the distributions. One of the strategies we talked about was the rollover strategy of when you leave your workplace retirement plan. The views and opinions expressed in this episode are not necessarily the views and opinions of Satera Investment Services. Any recommendations mentioned in this episode are meant for educational purposes only and should not be construed as advice or personal recommendations. Always consult your financial advisor, tax advisor, or attorney for details related to your specific goals, risks, and objectives. Investments have risk and can lose value. They are not FDIC insured. The situations presented are hypothetical to illustrate key topics and should not be construed as actual client situations or experiences. Lagus Lucas and Torello Wealth Management operates under Satera Investors and is responsible for the production of this show. All views and opinions are solely that of Lagus Lucas and Torello Wealth Management. You should always obtain a prospectus when available prior to investing to know your risk, costs, and fees associated with the investment. The advice and strategies presented today are general in nature and should not be used in your planning until you consult with your attorney and CPA on your specific situation. Satara Investors is a marketing name 
of Satera Investment Services. Securities and insurance offered through Satera Investment Services, LLC, member FINRA SIPC. Advisory services offered through Satera Investment Advisors, LLC. Satera is under separate ownership from any other named entity. 127 Washington Avenue, Second Floor West, North Haven, Connecticut, 06473, phone number 203-239-4545. Individuals affiliated with this broker-dealer firm are either investment advisor representatives who offer only investment advisory services and receive fees based on assets or registered representatives who offer brokerage services and receive transaction-based compensation or both an investment advisor representative or registered representative who can offer both types of service.